catch us on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Thank you so much for joining us here today at Radio Taiwan International. I'm Andrew Ryan coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. Coming up this hour, we'll have for you Hashtag Taiwan. And Leslie Liao is going to be talking not only about Taiwan's new passport, but what people are saying about it online. Then in Status Update, John and Shirley will be interacting with you, the listener. But first up today, here in Taiwan. It is Monday, January 18th, if you are watching on Facebook, and it is Tuesday, January 19th, if you're listening on the radio. This is Here in Taiwan, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. I'm Andrew Ryan, and in the studio today we have Stash Butler. Hello. Also Shirley Lin. Hello. An amazing combination like we've never had before. Uh-huh. Uh, literally. Yeah. I think we haven't. No, yeah. No. Never. This is a new never. One. Just first time. Brand new. Uh, Leslie Liao is on vacation. I'm sure he misses us as much as we miss him. <laughs> he better. <laughs> yeah, Leslie. <laughs> and he better bring back treats. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Uh, so in today's show, uh, we have a, a bunch of great topics. We're going to tell you about a very strangely named story here. Submarine-shaped Galeong bottles for retiring union workers. <laughs> there you go. Whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to find out what that means later on. Also, the government is saying stop going to hot springs in cold weather, uh, which I should apologize for because I went to the hot springs in cold weather. You're a bad person. I'm a bad <laughs> Clean person, <laughs> very bad and clean. Well, you and, didn't know, and maybe a bit smelly as well. <laughs> yeah, ooh, yeah. Well, Sulfurous. no, it suffers. No, not the no. ones where I went. Oh no, oh, okay. okay. Yes, I like no. Those. I went. I went south of the city. The the sulfur ones to the north. No. Um, and also, Shirley, you're going to tell us uh, about your daughter who has recently come back from. China and is in quarantine in your house. Yes. Oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> All that and more in today's here in Taiwan. Okay, I think we should start right off the bat with uh, talking about your uh, my daughter house guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my house guest. Right. So um, the thing was that the last time she was home was like uh, last year around Lunar New Year, and um, that was just before the outbreak kind of like took off in a real bad angle, and then you know she had to be quarantined. No, none of that. So she went back just before you had to be quarantined, all that kind of stuff. So usually she's home like every six months. So like she gets home like twice every year, but this time's the longest, and she really, really missed home. Mm. And so, so she's taking a break from her work, and um, she only got a one-way ticket. So at least she's going to be staying for a while, wow. three or four months for now, maybe, and and see how that goes. And so she's quarantined at home, and also she she made sure that she got back before the fifteenth of January because then. Um, like now, new rules go into effect. Yes, you have to what quarantine at a quarantine hotel. Oh, not home. Even if you have a room with a with a separate bathroom, yes, I think so. So yeah. it used to be that if you could ensure that you could be in your home with no other family members in the same room, 
you have your own space, own bathroom, then you could quarantine as long as there also weren't elderly people in the right. room. Right. And oh, you, you know, couldn't be coming from certain places. Like the UK, oh. I think, was out. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, there's so many rules. It's okay. <laughs> so, But you yeah. know what? I think that if you were to be quarantined at home, you can't have anybody else in the house except the person being quarantined. That's what it was. But what about your house, Shirley? No, no, no because that's after the 15th. Oh, after but before the 15th, the 15th right. she made it back on the 13th. So, you know, we're okay. We but actually she- called and we made sure that we could have her quarantine at home. Uh, so we gave up our master bedroom for her so that it would have a separate bathroom. That was wow. a really important, you know, That's point. That's love. Um, so yeah. And, um, and, then, um, um, and then we also found out, we asked about this, that family members could go and pick her up at the airport. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, so my son and my husband went and picked her up at the airport. But they were all wearing masks in the car. Yes. Yeah. Well, my husband stayed in the car, so my son kind of went. Did have the windows um, down? <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't ask. You know, I kind of, you know, it was funny because I was thinking, like, maybe the first thing that my daughter sees my, my you know, my husband and my son, she's going to want a hug. Yeah. You know, she probably mm-hmm. would break out crying or something like so that. So no hugging? So, no. So then I thought, well, she's going to want a hug. So what should we do? So then I gave these <laughs> disposable raincoats to my son. My oh, my God. <laughs> Do they hug through the raincoat? Them, wait, wait, wait. To have them put them on, you know, gave her a hug and then just throw, throw it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, my son, well, my son was the one who picked her up. And um, physically picked physically. her up. Wow, <laughs> from the ground in his arms. You know, when they first saw each other, she was going, like, "Should we be hugging? Can we hug?" You know, before before she got an answer, my son just went over to her and just oh, hugged her. Oh, that's without sweet. the raincoat. Oh, without the oh, no, right. that sounds so okay. Sweet. Yeah, that's that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, when they got home, they both took off their clothes, and I had threw them under the drawer. I have the, a solution for what? people who are hoping to prevent like hugs. You could get one of those like uh, porcupine outfits, like with little needles. Oh. And then nobody wants to hug you. Do they I think, sell those? I'm sure Are they, they really, do. Yeah. Like dangerous kind of, or just like soft kind of, you know, pointy. No, it has to thorns. be dangerous to prevent it. If it's soft, then right. like, that's not going to stop that's anything. Thing. Yeah. Right. Wasn't there a guy like very, very early on in all this who had like a kind of big like, like a giant donut. I think he had like an inflatable donut <laughs> around his like waist. And then that just kept everyone, you know. Socially distant. Yeah, exactly. So we should all be wearing donuts, I guess. Did you see there was some guy that was in a ball, like an inflatable ball? No. And then like that kept him distant from everybody and had like clear plastic around it. Right. So wow. he went to a concert just wearing a big plastic ball. I bet that was really annoying for everyone He's around super him. Super annoying. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't get a seat. He couldn't sit down. I know. No, it was a standing room only. Yeah. It wasn't like a, it wasn't, it wasn't oh. like a, like a orchestra, I thought, wow. okay. orchestra piece. Oh. It's more oh like a mosh pit kind of place. Rolling down oh. the stairs. <laughs> yeah, really. Here comes Stash. <laughs> rolling on in. <laughs> I bet you, you know, but I guess if that guy was in your way, I don't know what this, I can't, I'm trying to picture it, but I guess you can kind of like, you just bop him out of the way, you know, and he wouldn't be able to do Mosh much pin. about him. Yeah, 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 he'd just be bounced about. So it's like inflated? Yeah, 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 inflatable. So you bring yeah. pins in it. Oh, Shirley's Sorry, mean. I didn't mean that. Okay. She is right. mean. You could combine oh. the porcupine with the ball thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so she's in uh, for 14 days. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for food? Are you setting little like food um, trays yeah, in front a, of her door? Well, yeah, I put a chair by the door and uh-huh. I knock on the door. Or I, actually, we have a phone that's got like a walkie-talkie function to it. Oh, wow. So Ooh. I'll call her and say, hey, food's at the door or something like that. And she'll put on a mask and open the door, get the food and bring it in. Does she say what she's... Her. What's she doing in the mean? Is she kind of 
Does she in the meantime, you? she's yeah. bored. She's already bored, and it's not. It's only been. It's not even a week yet. <laughs> is she? Is she saying things like, uh, "Can you turn up the volume on the TV? I can't hear it." <laughs> no, I mean, there's a computer in in the room, right. and my husband actually uploaded Netflix on oh, it, and, right. and um, catch plays so that she can catch the movies. Although she's not ready for movies yet, she's just. Reading some books, okay. doing her own thing, talking to friends over in Shanghai. <laughs> have you done like a boyfriend um, in Shanghai? I know that some people I, I know have quarantined here in groups, but obviously, you know, you're in separate rooms. They've like tried to organize group viewings of things, but like mm. via Zoom. So, like, you're all watching the same thing, but oh, have, have you tried that? No, I, I want to do that with my daughters. So that's why I told my husband to do something that so that we can be watching the same movie. But she, she hasn't gotten into like why. She says, Oh, what are you guys watching now? Okay, I'll catch that later. But I was hoping that we can watch at the same time, you know. <laughs> right. Just, anyway, I'm just asking too much. But anyway. We have some questions yeah. here from Jen Delari, oh, actually. Okay. Yes. So, they're probably worth answering if we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how do the quarantine hotels work? Do you pay for them out of pocket? Uh, is it the government because it's required? That actually is a great question. Uh, you do have to pay for the quarantine yeah, hotels. Yeah, you do. Uh, But they yourself. tend to be pretty inexpensive. Jen Delari says, I saw a YouTuber who was staying at a quarantine hotel in South Korea who was getting food delivery too, which I think was paid for by the government. Oh, wow. Uh, here in Taiwan, you have to pay for your own food. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But I think if you live in, um, like if you're a resident of the area in which you're living, like the... Uh, the district ward, the clerk will actually maybe bring you a little... They used to bring little packages, like yeah, welcoming packages. They do yeah. that They do that in Elan, actually. Yeah, my, yeah. yeah, my daughter got one. Yeah. What did from she the get? the neighborhood chief. You know what? I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I looked... You know, I didn't look at it, and I'm not sure. Maybe think, there's some masks in there. Yeah, in the Elan one, I think there, was, there was some masks. There was like disinfectant a... Disinfectant spray. There was actually like a little potted plant. Mm. Oh, yeah. so sweet. Keep you company. Keep you oxygen-filled. That's nice. <laughs> Important. So, we have Fahad Gabobe, who's writing from Somaliland. Hi. Hello. Radha Krishna Pillai N, who's uh, writing to us from where again? From India, from uh, Kolam. Uh, hello, friends. So, we have Joshua Buendia. Uh, here he is. Here hello. from the Philippines. So, uh, yeah. Again, hope that uh, she stays healthy and happy and uh, that she gets through this uh, without too much boredom. Mm. Okay, we're going to move on to our next topic. Uh, I think we have to do the Hot Springs one. Uh, Fair enough. Because I still think that the submarine-shaped Galdeon bottle sounds very unusual. And I want to save that for the end. Fair enough. The public uh, are being warned by the Health Promotion Administration that they should not spend more than 15 minutes in hot water as it could trigger (laughs) a heart attack or stroke. Uh, I'm sorry, that's not funny. It's serious. <laughs> it is. But like, if you find yourself in hot water, <laughs> the, the idiom is just like, just, it's like just dangling there just waiting for Stay out of tricky situations. <laughs> All tricky wow. situations. Because just 15 minutes of a tricky situation <laughs> could see you suffering severe health risks. Yeah, so the public... <laughs> on Friday, the administration officials said that hot springs are more popular during cold weather and adding that care must be taken when visiting them. Because if you spend more than 15 minutes in the water, uh, you need to rise slowly because blood vessels in hot water expand, causing a drop in blood pressure, which could then cause you to faint if you climb out of the water too quickly. Oh, oh. Whoa, whoa. So, I learned something today. Okay. I did too. Yeah. I mean, I guess like there's also kind of these seem to be two separate things because fainting and having a stroke are, you know, two, two. Remarkably different. <laughs> yeah, very, very different <laughs> things. But I mean, Andrew. 
you were in a hot spring. Yes, I was in hot water. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were in really yesterday. Hot water. So I took actually a really lovely trip, and this is um, I'm just gonna say uh, this is a great thing to do once the temperature is not too cold. So do be careful if you're going like today, which is still pretty cold here in Taiwan. Uh, temperature check. Does anybody know how cold it is oh, today? Um, let me let me let's see. Temperature. Are you, are you Google, it? Google it. It says fourteen it's degrees uh, okay, wow. 14. Celsius, which is fifty-eight which is... Fahrenheit. Oh, wow! Look you. at you. Oh, wow. thanks for doing the math. Thank you. I appreciate well, that. I'm, li- I'm not. I'm just. Oh, you're yeah. just reading. Okay, <laughs> I mean, got if it. I could convert no, that quickly between Celsius and Fahrenheit, <laughs> I'd be in the wrong career. Oh, I bet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's all a weatherman's job, is it? That's all they do. We could do the weather here. We used to. We used to do the weather at RTI. Then we. We realized that nobody news. really cares except that people are actually <laughs> know, in really. Taiwan. Yeah. And they're probably yeah. listening to Taiwanese weather reports. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's funny go. about that. Yeah. Uh, but- so I went to Ulai, uh, which is Ooh, south of Taipei. Nice. It's like a 40-minute bus ride from Xindian, which is like the southernmost stretches of the metro line. My backyard. Your backyard, oh, my backyard. Oh, right, your backyard too. I went by your house. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. You um, didn't invite me. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> Next time, when it's warmer. <laughs> we'll go to Hot Springs when it's wow. warmer outside. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yes. <laughs> but it's a, it's a really lovely part of, of northern Taiwan. The mountains are just... So scenic, mm. and like the mist just dangling oh. on the edges oh, of the I mountains. Oh, I can picture it. It looks like a like one of those Chinese like feng shui paintings, like san yeah. shui paintings, oh. right? I know the one. Like yes. the scenic. Mm. I should say Taiwanese. They have them in Taiwan as well. Mm. But I think um, if you get the chance, definitely check out Wulai. the The food there is also tremendously delicious mm. because the, it's very close to an Atayal tribe yep. um, village. Mm-hmm. So you have like. Uh, things that you might normally eat in a indigenous village there. Um, you have wonderful, like, wild vegetables, mm. edible ferns, which are always delicious. Oh, yeah. Like sansu. Mm. Oh, I love and those. Also, uh, another really one called Passing them. Cat, Guomao. Oh, oh, yes, I love that too. Which is super yum as well. Yes. By eating all those vegetables, you're trying to, hoping to offset the health impact of your, yeah. of your, you know, so, your visit to of the... Of me jumping into this, uh, yeah, yeah. this dangerous hot water. <laughs> well, so I found it here. It says people should not go in water that exceeds 40 degrees uh, Celsius, that Oops, is. Um, sorry about that. Or rapidly switch between <laughs> hot and cold water. Which is, the, well, I mean, that is kind I mean, of the point. The idea. That, that is yeah. what people do in hot springs. I know. So I definitely went into one pool that was 44 Four degrees Celsius. How do, you, how do you know that? that? that that's real hot. They have a little monitor. They have a little like a 40. thermometer. That forty-four is really hot. Forty-four was pretty hot. Yeah. Um, I also went into a very cold one that was probably like fifteen 15? degrees, maybe. Okay. Okay. Right. That and I definitely got right in. It was funny because there were two Taiwanese guys in the pool that looked like hot spring experts. Yeah, I know <laughs> older the Taiwanese men. Yeah, uh. definitely the OG son that's got the towel on the head, and <laughs> uh, and they're like, oh. Like, you're not afraid <laughs> of the cold. cold. And yeah. they were commenting on how I got right on in. Mm. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. then they were, they, they had some words of advice. They were like, oh, because he's from North America, he's used to the cold. So, like, he can, he can handle it. I see. Unlike I see. us. So, maybe we shouldn't do that. But actually... I think we all probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. I mean, so apparently it says if you if you do that, then uh, it's going to cause your blood vessels to suddenly expand and contract, possibly inducing a heart attack or stroke. Ooh. So the same thing that causes fainting, basically. But uh, apparently they both cause 
you know, fainting or strokes. Not yeah. a great way to spend a cold day in Taiwan. Yeah. Um, nope. No. So, what about you? Have you ever gone to hot springs? Is this something that you do in your part of the world? We would love to hear from you. Leave a little comment below. Uh, we do, do have some comments. We do. Yeah. Uh, so, we have here Douglas North. I was born in Hot Springs National Park, Arkansas. That's where Bill Clinton and Billy Bob Thornton are from. So, I'm well-versed in hot spring protocol. That's amazing. A hot spring national park. Wow. I, I want to go there now. Yeah. How many, how many hot springs <laughs> how, are we talking about? Yeah, I, I know, really, right? Yeah, to get, deserve that name, you've got to have a few. <laughs> got a, at least a couple. At least a couple. Probably more than the place I went to yesterday. <laughs> hot spring hopping. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, he says also 44 is hot. Yeah. Jen Delari says, about 10 years ago, I was working on emigrating to Canada to be with my then fiancé. As part of acclimating to Canada, I learned how to translate Celsius to Fahrenheit super quick. Uh-huh. Uh, it didn't end up emigrating or getting married, but this stuck with me. Zero minus 10. Zero to 10. Uh, zero to 10. Mm. Wow, it's cold. That is correct. Especially when it's <laughs> wet in Taiwan. Like, right. Taiwan is super wet and cold. Yeah. yeah. Which is a frigid combination. I mean, I mean, actually, if you're, if you're going to Canada, then I think you probably need to go below zero as well. Mm, um, yes. You probably need to have... What's what's below, wow, it's cold? Is that... Um, uh, forget about it. Yeah, forget <laughs> about it. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to move on to our final story. So, let's just, like... Pull this apart bit by bit Let's here. break it down Let's here. break it we're down. We're going to break it down. It's the remix. I feel like we need some kind of beat to change <laughs> if we're going to break it down. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have submarine-shaped Gaoliang bottle. Yep. Well, explain to us what is a Gaoliang bottle. Yep. And then, oh, oh, okay, that's that's oh, first. Yeah. yeah, so Gaoliang is um, a very Taiwanese kind of uh, hard, hard liquor. liquor. Yeah. Distilled? Distilled. What, what is it actually? Well, I don't even know what is it made sorghum? of. Sorghum. Yeah, sorghum. which is a kind of... Uh, green, yeah, green, green, yeah. No. Um, and yeah, it's well. I don't know. I mean, what's your opinion of Gaoliang? Do you do you like Gaoliang? Uh, it's something that I've grown to love. It's uh, very strong for me. It's very very strong. The first couple of you know times you have it, um, if you're not into drinking hard alcohol, it's. It, I mean, it could light your mouth on fire. Yeah, I mean, I I, I have I have to say to be honest, most of the people I meet very few people who are like, wow, I love Gaoliang. <laughs> Uh, I think generally people are are, are anti Gaoliang. Can I give you a little inside thing? If uh, if you're drinking Gaoliang, mm. uh, it doesn't actually like if I have a glass of wine or two, the next day I'm going to have a headache, right? Oh. Or beer, like a couple glasses right, of beer, yeah. I might have yeah. a bit of a because I get a hangover really easy, even if I'm not you haven't mm-hmm. had too much. Um, but with Gaoliang, like apparently doesn't do that. Really? Yeah. Do you find that? I find huh. that. I've never I've never drunk to excess, so it's hard for me to tell. Right. But uh, I have had this confirmed by people that regularly drink Is to that excess. because I know that in Russia, for example, like, you know, in the UK, Vodka. we're very, I mean, we have a bad drinking culture, really, and we, you know, get drunk too much. But in Russia, they also have a bad drinking culture, but they, when they have vodka, they make sure to have, like, a little bit of food between each mm. round of, like, shots and stuff. Yeah. I think food helps. Uh, drinking water helps, for yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But apparently, if you compare across alcohols, and it's got something to do with, um, like, for example, wine has a lot of sugar, oh. has the tannins. It's right. Got, like, there's a lot going on in there. Right, right, Histamines. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's um, that's what's making you hungover. Yeah, and also like beer oh, has like bubbles and like other things like that. Right. Oh, okay. So well, there you go. That's that's Gaoliang. Go. Yeah. So 
Um, yeah, okay, so that's that's the gaudang. Is there what else? What's the next step? Yep. What's submarine next shaped? Submarine shaped. Submarine shaped. Like... Retiring union workers. Are they from the Gaoliang factory? They are not from the Gaoliang factory. They are. Well, dun, dun, dun. Okay, yeah, so let's start with the union. Um, so this is the, the CSBC Corp, which is a Taiwanese workers' union. Um, they have commissioned a ceramics factory to produce commemorative submarine shaped bottles of Gaoliang for retiring workers. Um, from their union, I think. Um, so they said it was they, they commissioned this because of the union. It was a, it was a kind of commemoration of the union receiving a contract for the nation's first indigenous submarine program. Oh, so that's why the submarine shape. All okay. just fitting it's together, falling yeah. into place. Pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, I but mean, I'm, yeah. Would you like this? You know, what would be I your? I would. Yeah. But I'm picturing like you know, submarine is longish, and so it's on its side. Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. <laughs> yeah. The, so uh, we have a picture here. The, yeah. The, Wait, actually, you know what? We've we've talked about doing this. I'm going to post this link on the uh, oh, okay. on the chat. So you you if you yes, are if you are listening, uh, you can click on the link and you'll be able to see the picture. Um, it's you're right. It is a long sort of bottle. It, it definitely wouldn't stand up on one end. Ooh, should okay. I post that in the in the? Should we post that in the comments? Yes. I, 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 I posted oh, you the did. story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was I was totally listening to you when you just said that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, in case you thought otherwise. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. So they 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 the the kind of director of this union visited the factory, um, which is probably I imagine quite surprised to receive this. Oh, actually, well, yeah, they say they're surprised, but they're kind of quite used to getting these kind of unusual <laughs> unusual things. shapes yeah they've made they say they've made commemorative products for various companies and government agencies but i guess this would be a, among the the weirder ones yeah, yeah. i don't know what could be a, a weirder shape than a submarine weird. i don't know like a a buffalo <laughs> a buffalo that's kind of weird that, i can't say the first thing i thought of yeah so. right, that's, that's, that's the ox okay that's yeah, the ox. we'll move on buffalo. Okay. <laughs> so yeah this is basically it uh, they made 1200 commemorative bottles we each of which contained 500 milliliters of 58 proof gaoliang yes that's that's not the strongest one so i'm confused because i know that in the uk i think and i think it's the same in the states that proof is is actually kind of double what the actual like volume is but then I looked up, and then I looked this up, and uh, but it seems like it's fifty-eight percent actual. Yes, I yeah. think when we say that in Taiwan, it's it's, it's, the, it's, probably, it's the real number, it's the actual number, right, the right, actual right, percentage. Right. The highest percentage that I have ever heard of, I believe, is ninety-two percent. My goodness, what? Yes. That's really burning your mouth. So you right? want to be careful around fire with that? That is insane. Yep. Yeah, um, that is a that is a, a distillery in Taiwan that makes that. Um, but usually, it's like fifty-eight percent or. Uh, like 88% is kind of like at the top end of what anybody really drinks. Yeah. Uh, I think 38% they also have. Again, I am not a Galliani expert. Um, we do have a couple... P- Douglas North asked how you spell it. Uh, and thanks to Sabina Guo for writing it in Chinese and also G-A-O-L-I-N-G. You can also spell it with a K at the beginning, which is kind of the Taiwanese spelling, spelling. of yeah. that word. Um what else do we have here? Uh, so Douglas North says yes, that is correct for the U.S. Um, when you say yeah. proof, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, for uh, percentage. Uh, I just lost all the comments. Uh, I hope uh, everybody uh, enjoyed our show today. Um, and uh, if you have any comments, do leave them below. We will continue to respond to those um, after the show is over. Douglas yeah. North also says a hangover free liquor. I, I don't want to say hangover free, but like. 
reduced mm. chance of a hangover. I think beer is quite bad. I think that's that's probably the worst one for me, I think. I think so as well. Yeah. I think beer is... Beer. Uh, I think it's because you, you, you get quite dehydrated drinking. I think it kind of flushes all oh, the liquid why? out of your body. Oh. And you're also getting like a <clears throat> loaf of bread and calories when you drink a, that's true. a bottle of it. So, that's not great either. Uh, also, we have uh, Sri Masriya uh, who says Surabaya Burga Bung. I hope that's not something I shouldn't say out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope so too. Tell us what that means. Uh, let me see translation. Uh, no, it says Surabaya joints. So I think that's good. It's in Indonesian, in Bahasa, Indonesia. Uh-huh. Uh, any other final thoughts to wrap up today? Gaoliang is not nice. That's my final thought. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you tried it though? I have. Oh, okay. oh believe me. You, oh, yeah. Really? Okay. Do you like it, Shirley? Yeah, it's just a just like really tiny sip, you know. You could go for it. Yeah. Okay, I think we're gonna leave it there. <laughs> so, well, thank you so much for uh, joining us for here in Taiwan. I'm Andrew Ryan. I'm Stash Butler. And I'm Shirley Lin. Stay tuned. If you're listening to the radio version of the show, much more ahead on RTI. Welcome to Hashtag Taiwan. I'm your host, Leslie Liao. Thank you so much for joining me. Last year, on June 18th, I did a Hashtag Taiwan segment about how people in Taiwan wanted to really emphasize the name Taiwan on things like the national carrier and its passports. That's because the official name of Taiwan as a country is actually the Republic of China. Now, if you can't remember the history behind that designation, you can always hop on the Taiwan Insider Facebook page or the Radio Taiwan International YouTube channel and search up the June 18th episode of Hashtag Taiwan just to give yourself a little bit of a review. But here's the abridged version. People around the world were confusing Taiwan with China because a lot of our official documents and our official companies, they still contain the name China and people were advocating that those names get changed to Taiwan. Well, earlier this January, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs announced that it was going to start issuing new Taiwanese passports with a design that was emphasized around Taiwan. Now, you might think that this all happened relatively quick because the last time we covered it, it was still in the advocacy period. But the legislature of Taiwan actually passed a resolution as soon as July 22nd to make sure that a new passport design and new designs for airplanes of the national carrier China Airlines were implemented as soon as possible. Not only that, but the Ministry of Foreign Affairs is also encouraging people to switch over to the new passport by offering a few incentives. We're going to be covering all that and more in this week's Hashtag Taiwan coming up in 3, 2, 1. This is what my Taiwanese passport looks like. Get a good look at it because that's the last time you might see that design. On January 11th, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs started handing out new passports with new designs. It looks like this. Why did the government decide to design a new passport? The story goes back to July 22nd of last year. On that day, Taiwan's legislature passed a resolution to emphasize Taiwan on passports and the national airline. As I've mentioned before, 
Taiwan is officially referred to as the Republic of China. If you don't remember why, then I highly suggest you go back to the June 18th episode of Hashtag Taiwan, where I go over the history behind that designation. In fact, that episode also talked about changes to passports and airplanes. Between then and now, the government finalized and rolled out a new passport design. Let's review. This is the old design, and this is the new design. The first thing you might notice is that the Republic of China is gone. However, it's still there in Chinese, and the English version is now around the sun insignia on the center of the cover. If you squint, you can still see it. The word Taiwan, on the other hand, has been enlarged. On January 11th, President Tsai Ing-wen published a post on social media commemorating the new passport's rollout. She said that it was important to emphasize Taiwan so that the international community doesn't neglect the country's existence. If a bigger Taiwan weren't already reason enough to get a new passport, Taiwan's Ministry of Foreign Affairs announced on social media that those that applied for the new passport on the first day would get one of two special gifts. One is a traditional spring couplet which, when viewed upside down, reveals the message, pursue freedom and democracy. The other is a lucky luggage tag. What makes it lucky? I don't know, maybe the picture of a giant pigeon straight up sitting on an airplane? Anyway, Minister of Foreign Affairs Joseph Wu was at the consular office to make sure the rollout went smoothly. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs later posted this image about how useful Taiwan's passport is, enabling citizens to visit a lot of countries visa-free. The caption said, The Taiwan passport ranked 32nd in this year's Henley Passport Index, which puts it well ahead of a certain neighbor in 70th place. You know, maybe a couple of years ago, talk like that would have excited me, but these days, it's not really a story about the Ministry of Foreign Affairs if they're not throwing a little shade. Anyway, as much as I like this new passport design, I'm not going to be fighting anyone to get it. I mean, it's not like I can go anywhere right now anyway. Unlike Pigeon Boy over here, he about to go everywhere. I have a feeling that a lot of people are wondering why it's not a story about the Ministry of Foreign Affairs if they're not throwing a little shade. And the reason behind that is because of the Minister of Foreign Affairs, Joseph Wu. He likes to take to Twitter on the Ministry of Foreign Affairs official Twitter and lay down a little smack talk from time to time, if you will. He's a pretty outspoken individual, and if you want to go on the Ministry of Foreign Affairs Twitter, he actually signs his own tweets with JW. Anyway, that just about does it for this week's Hashtag Taiwan. I do hope you enjoyed that episode, and if you did, go ahead and follow us on social media. You can find us at Taiwan Insider or Radio Taiwan International on Facebook. I'll talk to you again soon. This is Status Update. Hello there, you just tune in to Status Update. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. Yes, uh, we're going to be getting to your letters in a bit. Letters that you write us and let us know what your, uh, what programs to listen to. And so, but before we do that though, we're going to update our own personal status a little bit here. Um, my daughter is back from Shanghai. Oh. She kind of like decided last moment that she really misses home. Can she and, get off work um, for that long? Uh, you mean coming home that long? Yeah. Yeah, she's probably going to come be home for a couple of months. She, she only got a one-way ticket. She Can she continue? Did she quit her job or um, is she able to no, work it's remotely? More, no, no. It's actually, well, she's working for the church, so she's keeping her job. 
Okay. But I mean, she's 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 gonna decide whether she's gonna go back to the job or not. But uh, she will be going back to Shanghai eventually. Okay. Um, she hasn't totally moved out of there. All right. She still got her all the stuff in the apartment and right. all that. But yeah. So um, the last time she was home was last Chinese New Year's, That's and so it was just before. You know, this whole pandemic was getting crazy, and then everybody had to go in quarantine. Right. It was all before that, right? Fortunately, but um, but this time coming back, um, yeah, she's in quarantine at home. Okay, and so um, what, we, what does that look like in, in home quarantine? Like, so she stays in. Well, we gave her a master bedroom because okay. you've got to have a separate bathroom. Well, first of all, how did she get home? Um, she took the plane. I mean, like from the airport. <laughs> oh, you know what? Were they you able say to pick that, her up, or was there a yeah, taxi? Yeah, no. We thought if she would have only can take the taxi, but apparently, if they are going to be quarantined at home, then family members can pick her up. Doesn't that expose you? So, um, but they said they that you can pick them up. So they didn't so hug or anything like that. I mean, my son and my husband went. Everyone had masks, husband, yeah. right? Yeah, they all had masks on, and she had masks on and gloves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, you know, when she stepped in, um, we were like froze, kind of, what do we do next? Yeah. And she was going like, like spray me down with uh, rubbing alcohol. So I sprayed that her off. It doesn't kill down. viruses. I don't know. It kills bacteria, but not viruses. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think if, if there's anything stronger. But <laughs> And then I sprayed her suitcase and everything. And then, you know, I, I told her to take her off her clothes. And then I just threw them in the laundry, in the, in the washer. Oh. Um, yeah, so she's been home. You gotta get one of these things. Hold on. Uh, oh, you're gonna show. I, I was wondering what you were doing. Well, this kills what? flu viruses, it says. But uh, where did you get that? It's just, in English. No, it's not. Oh, oh. it's a. It's a. I got it at. Um, where's it a called? Pharmacy. Yeah. So only pharmacies have that. You're like you, you can't get this at convenience stores then. No, but it oh. says. Well, it claims that it can. It yeah, says it on claims. the bottom that B flu B type influenza. It says. The type 71 gastrointestinal virus and H1N1. Uh, oh, wow. That's pretty specific. So, yeah. yeah it's, I think it's made in Japan. Oh, you know what? I don't this know if it works on. Point. I don't know if it works on COVID. It's a new virus, but <laughs> yeah. it, it's worth a shot. Better than right. rubbing alcohol, I guess. You know, uh, as a side it. point, I trust everything. That's, yeah. I'm spraying my hands. <laughs> I, you know, I trust everything coming from Japan. To be honest, because they're really. Oh no, it's made in Taiwan. Different. It just has Japanese on it to make you think it's from Japan. <laughs> I looked at the label. Okay, got it. Yeah. For that exact guys. reason, we trust Japanese pharmaceuticals more for some reason. <laughs> we do, don't you? I know I do. Um, so anyway. Yeah, so then she went into the room, and yeah, you know, the, the work went into, like, preparing the room for her. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. and well, she I can't leave, to, right? No, she can't. What did she do for meals? Um, I, I put a stool right by the door, and I'll tell her, you know, fortunately, we have phones where there's a phone in a room in ours, and then there's a button where you can, it works like a walkie-talkie. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so then I'll put food on a stool. Put on mm. mask, get open the door and get the food and go back and inside. She's in kind of a suite with a ba- her own bathroom and right. everything, right? Right. That's very important. It's right. having its own separate bathroom. Right. That's the key. And um, so, what about it, in terms of negative testing? What's the protocol there? How many times does she have to be tested and test negative before she can come out of quarantine in the two weeks? Oh, I don't know about that. Does she, what, did she right. get tested? Well, she got tested in China before she hopped on a plane. But don't they have to get tested again once they're here or after the no, period? The test, I mean, they're finding people. Maybe it's after. Yeah, because a lot of the cases they found recently are people who completed their quarantine right. and still had low levels of the virus in their system. So obviously they're testing people after quarantine, right. maybe not home quarantine. 
No, Maybe I, there's some public facilities. Yeah, we should I'm probably ask something. someone about that. Well, the neighborhood chief has been calling her every day. So, the, so they're aware you of know? this. So, yeah, she would ask her questions. You know, <clears> what, do you, <throat> what, do you, what do you what do you do with the garbage and you know and 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 take a temperature and all that kind of stuff. So maybe maybe by by the time you know her quarantine's up, then she'll be giving more instructions about what okay. to do. But the thing is, after the two week, the fourteen day home quarantine, then you have to go for another week where you have to self monitor yourself at home. People have been very bad at that. Yeah, um, we've had reports like, of people who are supposed to be self monitoring, going out and partying and yeah. stuff, things that they should not be doing. I mean, honestly, I mean, fourteen days is really a long time by yeah. yourself. I mean, she really, really didn't want to be, you know, stuck in a quarantine hotel by herself. So she tried to rush back here before the fifteenth, because you know, the fifteenth that's when after the fifteenth, then everyone has um, everybody to has to check into quarantine mm. hotels. I can't imagine myself being quarantined for fourteen days all by myself, but uh, at least I think she's. Being treated like a princess. I feel like you know, if you have food and, and a computer food. and yeah, like, my husband downloaded like Netflix on the yeah. computer in the in the room for her and uh, I think you'll be all so right. So I gave her nail polish in case she was bored, not knowing what to do yeah. with herself, and I gave her like these beauty facial masks. Not, okay. not the uh, you know so yeah just things to do but um, but she just misses Taiwanese food so she's asking like you know what she wants for breakfast and then things like that so but. I've been to Shanghai many years ago mm. um, I didn't have a chance to sample much local fare it didn't strike me as terribly different from the food that's served here typically what what especially does she miss yeah because there are more and more Taiwanese restaurants popping up in Shanghai that is well but a lot of like for instance there's Xiaolongbao which is something that was very popular in Taiwan but it comes from Shanghai to begin with. So. Okay. Oh, this fun twine. Oh, you know, it's it's, it's a very balls. Taiwanese, yeah, oh, the longish yeah. one. You know, they're filled think... with um these uh, pickled uh, these radish crawlers, these um fried you know, dough, yeah, yeah, grease, yeah, fried dough, Quite... yeah, fried dough, and um maybe an egg in there, mm-hmm. and um, okay. pork floss. You know, it's, it's a huge thing. Pork but anyway. that's been soaked in some sauces and left to sort of disintegrate into a. Almost like cotton candy-like texture for people who don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know it's not like you know thinking like floss, floss. Okay, right. but no, it's not like dental floss. <laughs> yeah, some some foods. And she missed my my husband's cooking. Ah, okay. Yeah, home she, style. She asked food. for because she's always she fancies really big breakfast, and so she misses my husband's thumping. Oh, so like a, it's a flour wrap, you know, and then my husband would like have fried egg. And then, and she, he'll also put pork floss okay. and also a bacon. So, so rich. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Did, uh, did something else. But anyway, yeah. And and she misses that for breakfast. She feeling okay? I mean, I know yeah. a lot of people are asymptomatic, but yeah, so far I nothing. To how many days has it been? It's well, it's not even a week yet. Oh, not okay. even a week. And the thing <clears throat> is that um, the day she arrived, it was sunny. You know how we have been like so much rain; it's been freezing cold and everything. We got a spell of so very nice, really, very nice weather. Yeah, after a very miserable month or two. And, oh, like two months out there. It I think. kept raining and That's, raining and raining, and it was just terrible. Yeah, people can get depressed from that. It you was know? depressing. I'm it glad was, that we've yeah. had some very nice warmer weather and sunshine. Yeah. So you know, I I made sure that coming into work today it was like sunny and and I told our. What, what do you call her? A student worker? Intern. Work, work, intern. Well, she's not an intern. She's more like a working student. What do you call it? Um, work experience because student. Because she, she gets paid for okay. working here. And, well, um, I didn't know that. I told her, I said, look, when, when lunch comes around, when lunchtime comes around, make sure you, you get me, because I need to get some sun. You know, because I could just stay in here and just work, work, work. 
and then I get the sun. So, so we went out for a walk. Okay. And I thought that's that's great that I got to well, do that. Fortunately, your daughter can't enjoy that, but she can probably open a window or something. Oh yeah, so. yeah, I know. So, anyway, it's really been nice having her home, even in quarantine. Yeah, we haven't even chatted much yet, you know, because she just walked right into the room and just being quarantined. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to get her getting out of the quarantine, and then we can chat some. And you know, she just wants some time away from Shanghai. Mm. You know, even though they both are like Chinese speaking country, but. There's still culture difference, the, and people are different. The and feeling is quite different. Yeah, yeah the, the feeling, the, the atmosphere, the, the customs. You know, the way people yeah. behave and expect know, to be treated in public. Exactly, because uh, she's already been in Shanghai for more than four years now, and she, yeah, she misses home. I mean, Taipei is a city, but they're much more big city folk over there too. Right. So, and also, because um, actually, in the past, I mean, for the four four years, she's been coming home like twice a year, mm. like every six months. So this time is like longest. I mean, it's like yeah. been a year, and she just really misses home. And boy, I, you you know how my my in laws and my parents are very happy to have her home <laughs> for Chinese New Year's. Gosh, they were just so delighted. I mean, yeah, I mean, even though they can't see her yet, but the thing is, they've been talking to her. How you doing? You know, <laughs> we can't wait to see you. And <laughs> so it's better off being quarantined at home. I think. Hmm. I mean, being in the hotel all by yourself. I'll be bored to death. If there was good room service and maybe good like could, you could have them send up a bottle of wine or something, it might be. No, really? But it would be coming out of your own pocket, of well, course. Well, fine, but I mean, <laughs> do I they mean, even allow be... that? They don't want you to get drunk in the in the quarantine room and then and then and then make a scene and all that kind of stuff. No, and they have to break no. in and. <laughs> no, 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 no. Relax and you can so. you can pretend you're having a soiree, but just like with yourself. Ah. <laughs> uh. I can never find myself in a hotel room by myself. Really? Like, yeah. If I were to have a job that calls for business trips, oh, I, I, I can't. It doesn't bother me. Oh uh, no, I, I don't like being alone. You know, hmm. in a hotel room. No way. Well, that's At least because I need my your, your hotel experiences tend to be of the haunted variety. Uh, oh, oh, you remembered? Yes. Oh, you remembered? I actually told you about that. But I've never encountered um, that, so I'm fine. <laughs> well. I'm just embarrassed to say that's that's <laughs> kind of the reason why. Okay. I mean, when it comes nighttime, I'll probably be really scared. I couldn't. <laughs> I probably won't be able to fall asleep, and that would be awful. I'll get all hysterical. I so mean, I can't. I just can't. Yeah. So I mean, let alone my daughter. I right? mean, two weeks might be a bit much, but uh, right. I don't think it would be right. It is a long time, but you can't be helped. I mean, if you got a phone and you can talk with people on and a computer with lots of things to watch. She was talking about how she was just gonna like leave the computer on, like connected, yeah. like visual. But then we don't have to talk. We can just walk around the room and do do our own thing. But she just would feel like she's connected with, okay, yeah, you know, on the other side of the door, well, that in, kind of thing. Invest in some of this this spray here. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't anyway. know if it's if the claims are true, but I feel like if they weren't, they wouldn't be able to sell it. You just feel more secure. I right? mean, there's a list of psychologically. Ingredients here. It contains something called silver ion. I see. I don't know what okay. that is. And RO water. I don't know what that is. Twin Swave. It's pure water, but the English has RO water. I don't know. Hmm. Those seem to be the active Anybody ingredients. Anybody listening who's a chemist? <laughs> what is RO water? That's what anyway. it says. And silver ion. Yeah. Oh, well. I don't know. Okay. Well, so that's the deal about my daughter. You know, <laughs> I mean, I never thought that she was going to make this trip because we thought that, well, with COVID and everything. Yeah, no. Everything is still uncertain, you know. She kind of decided within a week. Yeah, so. The, the window of opportunity was closing there. So. Yeah. 
Okay. Right. Well, I say we get to the letters. All right. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to us and writing us all the time. We always love to hear from you. Just what you think about our programs. Our address is PO Box One Two Three Dash One Nine Nine Taipei Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti dot org dot tw. And please remember to write us a comment on Facebook or YouTube. We love to hear what you have to say. Yes. And we have a email coming to us from Brian Newell of Logansport, Indiana, U in the U.S. Um, it says, well, it's to me. It says, dear Shirley, I enjoyed your program on street food, and this was uh, my Jukebox Republic music program on January 11th. Um, coincidentally, I just discovered a Netflix Taiwanese TV show that features street food and a top-rated restaurant chef in the storyline. <laughs> it's titled "The Perfect Match." Okay. Well, I was talking about um, how my husband and I discovered a street food place. Um, it's right outside the temple. Uh, hmm. Near Da Dao Chen, it's like the, a, tr a former trading port. It's just like night market, but it's like you don't find this at most night markets. Okay, they are like family hmm. run. There is like this um, meat congee that okay. I haven't seen at any other so night like market. So like a rice porridge with meat in it. Yeah, and then there's also deep fried pig's liver. Oh, not a fan. Not a fan. You know, I was like, I've never had deep fried pig's liver, but maybe. Sautéed, but not deep fried, and it was actually good. And so we're like trying. We're, we're, we've been going. We've been going back three times with my husband. Hmm. So we're going to keep on trying more. There's a whole lot. Anyway, so I was talking about this on my show. I know you featured music by Ivy Shaw on RTI before. She plays a strong and endearing character in the TV show. It may be an idealized version of a night market and restaurant slash hotel, but it captures the spirit of Taiwan <laughs> from the appreciation of good food to the values, cares, and concerns of the characters. Best wishes to you in all your searching for great food. And great music. All right. Well, thank you so much. That was again Brian Newell of Logansport, Indiana, in the U.S. We've got a letter here from Japan. This coming to us from Hiroyuki Matsui, who's writing to us from Nara Prefecture. It says, "It is with great pleasure that I report reception of your broadcast station as follows." This report is about our January 9th broadcast on 15320 kilohertz from 0300 to 0330 UTC. Uh, after the news, which featured uh, a story that ended up not happening, a visit that had been planned by the United States ambassador to the UN, that got canceled. Right. After the news, there was a series of life hacks, which mm. I think is on Taiwan Insider. Insider. Uh, this included discussion of working from home, working in your sleep. Stop! That's something that our dig digital minister Audrey mm. Tong claims to be able to do. I'll do that. Working, stopping COVID at schools, air travel during COVID. Not that many people are doing that. Uh, AI for the elderly. How to renew yourself and how to express appreciation. Today's condition was four, 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 four. All fours. All right. Today's signal was strong and interference was weak. Uh, it says Happy New Year. Taiwan will celebrate Chinese New Year, so it may not be that big of a deal. Actually, we do both. Mm. Uh, last year was a great year. Uh, sorry, last year was a year that started with COVID-19 and ended in COVID-19. Under such circumstances, Taiwan became a world model for me measures against COVID-19. This is great. There is no doubt that it will be a COVID-19 wreck even in the new year. Broadcasting is one of the pleasures in such a situation. Thank you for your continued broadcasting. If the details of this report are found to correspond with your station log, I would appreciate very much to receive your verification card or a letter. Well, no problem. Mm. That comes to us once again from Hiroyuki Matsui of Nara, Japan. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for all your letters and uh, your tuning into our programs. We always love to hear from you. So keep those letters coming, okay? Now, if you are someone who likes to write using pen and paper, the address would be PO Box One Two Three Dash One Nine Nine Taipei Taiwan. Or you can reach us by email. The address is rti at rti dot org dot tw. Of course, you can always leave us a comment on Facebook and YouTube as well, and we hope you will do so. We look forward to reading what you have to say. All right. Until next week, I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. See you next week. Bye for now. For listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan, check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw. Our 60-minute English program can be heard every day at the following times and frequencies: in Southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6185 kilohertz. In South Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to PO Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. You can also email us at rti@rti.org.tw. 